This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Tonight, Kelly Clarkson's divorce getting nasty. Why she was just sued by her father-in-law. Because I'm like, you know what? Then, Naya Rivera's ex makes an emotional plea after moving in with her sister. I wasn't even going to speak on any of this. Plus... Stop bringing up my name. Leave me alone. Shots fired. NeNe Leakes warning to Wendy Williams and Andy Cohen. Then an update on your favorite TV shows. Great new world. Who's back to work and who just shut down again? Plus, star baby news. Four kids now. Usher and Kevin Hart welcome their little girls with big names and... You just got photobombed by baby bombs. Robin Thicke on Daddy Duty giving us a mass Singer update. E.T. starts now. We all know divorce can get messy. Kelly Clarkson's in the middle of one right now, and at the same time, she's being sued by her management company. But here's where things get tricky. The company is owned by her ex's father. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. What I'm dealing with is hard, and divorce is never easy. Is Kelly ready for a fight? The singer tweeted this Bring It On gif from The Matrix just two hours after her management company filed this lawsuit against her. The company, which is run by her estranged husband's dad, Narvel Blackstock, claims Kelly owes them over $1.4 million in unpaid commissions for her work on The Voice and The Kelly Clarkson Show. By the way, Kelly's ex, Brandon, is still listed as part of the executive team at the company. She filed for divorce from him in June. The suit also claims that over the course of 13 years, 
the company developed Clarkson into a mega superstar. They claim Kelly will owe them at least $5.4 million by the end of 2020. I usually talk about everything, but in this case, probably won't go too far into it. Kelly hasn't commented on the lawsuit, but she looked pretty carefree in Santa Barbara this past weekend, snapping selfies with friends and hitting the beach. And then there's the Reba factor. Because of you, I never my husband manages myself and Kelly. Reba went through a similar thing when she split from her manager slash husband Narvell in 2015. I'm just kind of winging it, taking one day at a time and uh, loving life and enjoying being with my friends and family as much as I possibly can. Kelly's taking a similar strategy. A source tells ET she's trying not to think too much about her divorce and instead focus on moving forward with her talk show and her kids. I will say by the end of the day, I am in bed with my toddlers like this. Now to Naya Rivera's ex, Ryan Dorsey, speaking out after moving in with Naya's sister to raise their son, Josie. You ask me if TT can live with us. I want TT to live with us forever because she's now the closest thing that he has to a mom. After all, he's had to go through how, how could you deny him that? The actor says he got death threats over Nikayla Rivera choosing to live with him less than three months after her sister's death. I probably lost a little over 20 pounds. I don't get good sleep. I'm sad every day. And then I have to tell him, oh, she's an angel now and she's in heaven. And he says, well, oh, I want to go there. How do I get there? I wouldn't wish that upon any of your ears to have to hear that, hear those words come out of the sweetest soul you know. We're told Ryan and Nikayla had been doing so well keeping it together for Josie, but the hatred they've received is pushing them over the edge. Next, NeNe Leakes unleashes on ex-friend Wendy Williams. Here she sits, speaking negatively of my exit. NeNe likes attention, dramatic attention. Spend more of your time trying to figure out how you can drain your enormously large legs and feet, okay? The former Atlanta housewife went on a seven-minute rant after Wendy doubted Nene would stay away from her Bravo hit. Nene has quit the show several times, and you'll have her back. Every week I quit, uh, so... Will I walk away? I just don't know. Talking to us back in May, Nene was still in doubt, but now she's done with Andy Cohen's franchise and last night delivered a message. And Andy, remember, no one knew you until you knew me. And finally, two-star dads welcome baby girls. It could be any day. Well, for Kevin Hart, it was yesterday. Wife Aniko posted their new daughter's name, Kaori My Heart. That's Japanese for fragrant. Now the girls in the family won't be outnumbered. It was lopsided with, with, uh, with our ratio for a minute. Um, but Hendrix and Kenzo, myself, we couldn't be more excited about uh, the addition. Meantime, check out Usher's new daughter, her tiny hand. The singer and girlfriend Jen named her Sovereign Bo Raymond. Usher has two older sons from a previous marriage. I am so happy for Usher. Um, meanwhile, I've stepped off our stage outside onto the studio lot, and it is great to see so many productions back to work like the Ladies of the Talk. Hey, Carrie yeah, Ann, how are you? Good to see you. And there's Mrs. O right there. Hey, hey, welcome hey, back. Hey, great to see you. I wish we could hug, but oh, social oh, distancing. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, darling. But at the same time, it is definitely not business as usual. We're back on set. Station 19 back at work. Getting ready to go back to work. My first day here 
in a I'm shower stall. Stall A. <laughs> and I'm in B. Hi everyone. Hi. We are all back at at mom on our first day Hi. with the Hi. new Black. COVID protocol. <laughs> Because of our new regulations and how we're going to go back to work in this new COVID world, uh, you will never see us kiss again. Welcome! The cast of Blackish is incorporating the pandemic into their new season storyline. They've been back to work for three weeks. Finally, looking like the doctor that she is. Bo Johnson out in these streets, masked up. Hey now! Our show has never shied away from anything that's going on within the community and in the world. It's Saturday Night Live! Also back in production, Saturday Night Live. First host of season 46, Chris Rock, did a socially distant table read yesterday. You're going to owe me for this one. But there's news today that production on Chicago Med is shut down for two weeks after someone on set tested positive for COVID. Other shows halted? Supergirl and Riverdale, where labs in Vancouver are backed up. Before the delay, KJ Appa and Camila Mendez showed us their prep for makeout scenes, swishing mouthwash for a whole minute before their on-camera kiss. All right, go ahead, spit. We find ourselves in a, you know, a pandemic, a health crisis, and we're a show about first responders. But from Station 19 to Grey's Anatomy, medical dramas are embracing the pandemic storyline. There's, you know, people being hired and new jobs being created of figuring out, okay, you know, it's a great scene, but that means we're gonna have to have 10 people there and then, no, it's not gonna work. We're not gonna be able to safely do that and it's gonna expose, no, sorry. So then the writers are having to constantly go back to the drawing board. Production is everybody's just making sure that everything is, you know, safe and regulated and, and everyone is, is going to be as safe as possible. When This Is Us returned to work last week, the set looked a lot different. For starters, there's plexiglass separating cast members in between takes. Can y'all kiss anymore? Can you like, like what's gonna happen? Can you... I don't think we're gonna be kissing. <laughs> I think we, we might aside, like the side church hug or something. <laughs> On TV tonight is my favorite and my parents' favorite show, The Masked Singer on Fox, and I'm joined by panelist and proud papa, Mr. Robin Thicke. Sorry, we just got, uh, we just got bombed here, photobombed, oh baby bombed. That's, no, that's okay. perfect. Listen, you're in daddy duty basically full-time now. I thrive in dad zone. <laughs> I'm probably at my best when I'm in full dad mode. A whole new when Robin's not on daddy duty for his three soon-to-be-four kids at home, he's sitting at the Masked Singer desk with Ken, Jenny, and Nicole. I'm definitely getting the boy bander vibe. What can you tease about this next episode? Tonight might be the most shocking uh, in the history of the Masked Singer. Celeb-wise, this is big. This is going to make people go, wow. What? So last week we were on set with Jenny and she took us around for a little BTS tour. Hi, Robin. Hi, Jenny. She said, you can't believe how much this guy FaceTimes his children and spends the day in baby voice. It's something I take great uh, joy in. Being with my kids makes me feel at like home, makes me feel closer to my father maybe in some way. I can help Robin with the ballads, you know, the mushy stuff. But when it comes to the dance stuff, he says, Dad, will you get me a sandwich? <laughs> So we have a little surprise for you. Um, last week here on ET, we actually got the entire cast of Growing Pains together in a reunion to celebrate the 35th anniversary. I wanted to share this with you, Robin, because they had just the most lovely things, which just echo something you just said about your dad. I think 
One of the things that I'll always remember is how devoted he was to his sons. I remember him always putting them first. He took us everywhere, probably places that pissed off a lot of adults. <laughs> he is loved and missed. So I'm trying to be the, the kind of dad that he was. So sweet, and Alan is definitely missed. All right, now to another proud dad, Chris Harrison and his new message for Bachelor Nation. I won't even say it's the most dramatic because that's not big enough. Two bachelorettes coming our way. Chris clues us into what happened behind the scenes. Congratulations, you've just blown up the bachelorette. Then, our Adam Lambert exclusive, ready to rock you with a big queen announcement. Wow, that's wild. Plus, a Hocus Pocus sequel, What Bed Midler Just Revealed. Can't wait to fly. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. We are less than two weeks away from the big season premiere of The Bachelorette. And the fans want to know, are there really two bachelorettes? Well, I went straight to the man who does know, host Chris Harrison. Congratulations, you've just blown up The Bachelorette. The world is not ready for what happened inside the bubble. It is unlike anything we have ever seen on this show before. And I know I say that sometimes. What might be the, the most controversial season in Bachelorette history? Here we go. I truly think we have outdone ourselves this time. We all have an idea of what went down. Claire started the season as The Bachelorette, but was apparently replaced by Taysha not long after filming began. So Taysha's The Bachelorette. What? <laughs> no, Claire is The Bachelorette. I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. There are tons of rumors swirling around Claire's season, and one seems to pop up a lot, that Claire and one of her contestants made a connection before they met in person. Yeah, she looked up some of the guys. She admitted to that. She definitely, you know, took a peek. Do not ever talk to me like that. We also learned a little bit about the 31 men she met on night one. Yosef, definitely someone, as far as drama goes, you want to keep an eye on. Blake Moynes, who's 29, he's from, he's from Canada, someone who's also going to be in the thick of things. Dale, I'll admit it, stunningly handsome. And definitely he's someone who uh, immediately captures Claire's attention. Drama this soon is a little bit crazy. Does Claire get a happy ending? I see my husband in this room. That remains to be seen. What's your reaction to Claire's ending? Turbulent? Oh, we already did turbulent. We, can... we can't do turbulent again. Not after Pilot Pete, I was going to say. We need a new uh, adjective. I won't even say it's the most dramatic, because that's not big enough. What is big enough? Blown up. I love it, and we cannot wait. Now, the drama on The Bachelorette might be explosive, but have to say, it is nothing like what Jim Parsons has been going through. Oh my God, that yeah. was brutal. His own battle with coronavirus and his new TV show with Big Bang wife, Mayim Bialik. She's absolutely addictive. Then Meghan Markle's new friend just happens to be a feminist icon, Gloria Steinem on their big meeting. She said, hello, I'm Meg. Some people call me the Duchess, but you know, right? <laughs> and... I'm Adam Lambert, sit back, enjoy the show. <laughs> his milestone moment with Queen. I, I don't think I would have believed it. Jim Parsons revealed on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon that he had COVID-19. 
So you didn't feel like eating anything or just like everything was just gross? Right? Oh no, I ate everything, but I just didn't taste it. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's the definition of wasted calories. Well, thankfully Jim pulled through and he's been keeping busy starting with this TV reunion of sorts with his former TV wife, Maya Bialik. What if I'm a river dancing wild woman? <laughs> I'd still love you. Mayam's always been capable of leading a show, and she has really taken the reins of this one, and she just shines. She's absolutely addictive. The Big Bang Theory couple reunite for the new comedy Call Me Cat. Jim's the executive producer. I've been able to watch three different table reads of I think it's the first three episodes, and they're wonderful. I look forward to them all actually being in the same room together and able to breathe on each other and actually act and, and see what we can get from that. The Fox comedy makes its debut next year, but today you can see Jim in The Boys in the Band. The Netflix film reunites Jim with Matt Bomer, Zachary Quinto, and the entire cast of the Tony Award-winning 2018 Broadway play all about finding acceptance in spite of hate. Matt Bomer said it best, like, I never want to do another movie that doesn't have a full Broadway run uh, ahead of it. Poor mother could see you, now she'd have a stroke. <sighs> Got a camera on you. I was thinking about how much good has changed where there can be a knock on the door and you don't all behind the door have to change your voices and personalities and, and hide who you are. We don't continue making progress by forgetting our history and where we came from. Also taking a moment to remember just how far they've come. Queen plus Adam Lambert, who are celebrating a milestone. They totaled up the amount of people you've played for in these seven years, and it's over four million people. Wow, that's wild. Isn't that what an honor. Mama. Life is just begun. If somebody had told me like, oh, you know, if you sing Bohemian Rhapsody for Idol Audition, fast forward 10 years and imagine just being, you know, on the road with them, I, I don't think I would have believed it. And here we are. They've played for more than four million people. Adam sometimes rocking out wearing $2,000 Gucci pearls. So what's the secret behind his success stepping into the platform boots of Freddie Mercury? There's no imitating Freddie that would be silly. You know, I've come at it as me, uh, singing it in my own voice, while still paying respect to the way that it was intended to be sung. Brian has talked about some health scares this year. He had a heart attack. It was about 40 minutes of pain in the chest. I was actually very near death because of this. How is he doing? He's feeling better, which is awesome. Interesting timing because who knows, you know, if we'd been on the road, that would have been very difficult. So I'm glad that he, you know, got the medical attention that he needs and now he'll be fit as a fiddle. Adam says he might consider doing drive-in concerts, but for now, you can get the full touring experience with Queen plus Adam Lambert's new concert record, Live Around the World, available Friday. We had to postpone our tour. We started talking, we thought, why don't we take all this archival audio and video that we've been collecting over the past seven years and put a, like an album together as a way to say thank you to all the fans. Oh, and Adam Lambert's voice live is so incredible. Bananas. Let's yeah. go from Adam and Queen to the Duchess, Meghan Markle. We love it when we get just a 
tiny little glimpses of her home. She has such great style. Megan spoke at Fortune's Most Powerful Women Summit, seemingly addressing how she handles all those online critics. And the moment that you are able to be liberated from all of these other opinions of what you know to be true, then I think it's very easy to just live with truth and live with authenticity. And that is how I, that's how I choose to move through the world. Oh, when you really don't care what anyone thinks anymore? Game changer. Yeah, well, actually, that's probably one of the reasons why that Megan connected with feminist icon Gloria Steinem. Gloria actually telling me that with Megan, what you see is what you get. <laughs> Today's a pretty great day. <laughs> yeah, today is a great day. We sat at the dining room table here, and we made cold voter calls. Really? She said, hello, I'm Meg. Some people call me the Duchess, but you know, right? <laughs> and I said to her, I'm so glad you're home. And I'm so glad we had a revolution to get rid of all that royalty stuff. <laughs> Meghan and Harry got an advanced copy of the iconic feminist new movie, The Gloria, streaming today on Amazon Prime Video. We hear the Duchess loved the biopic that stars Julianne Moore as Gloria. You're Gloria Steinem. I am. It was an opportunity that I couldn't pass up. And, and because, because there were four different actors representing Gloria, the onus wasn't on me to be like the only Gloria. Alicia Vikander plays young Gloria, and Bette Midler is the late activist Bella Abzug. If you avoid conflict, my darling, conflict will seek you out. And I loved the movement, but I was not in it because mm -hmm. I never believed that I was held down. I just plowed ahead. You know, uh, get out of my way. Get out of my way. And that was a great, great thing. Another great thing, Bet broke some big news for us, and let's just say it gave us chills. Since there is a Hocus Pocus sequel in the works, please tell me that you would be up for coming back for it. Oh, absolutely. Can't wait to fly. Well, come on and fly, Bet, then. All right, coming up, we are celebrating more iconic women, remembering the great Helen Reddy. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Helen Reddy defied the odds and as a single mother in the 70s became a pop superstar. The Australian singer had a string of hits but will always be remembered for her Grammy-winning chart-topping anthem, I Am Woman. Helen Reddy was 78. I still get response uh, from women who say, you know, that that song really helped me through a difficult time period in my life. I am If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Diva Adaris. 
what is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 